This is Talk To Me. Your host, Joshua Toomey, bring you epic rants, anecdotes, and interviews with heavy hitters from hardcore A new life to hair metal. This is Talk To Me. What is up, congregation? Welcome into Talk To Me, episode 235. The guest this week is the great Clint Lowry of Seven Dust. He is on to talk about his solo album, God Bless the Renegades, which will be out January 31st. 2020 via Rise Records. We talk about what took him so long to put out a solo album under his own name. In the past, he's done uh, Hello Demons Meet Skeletons, Call Me No One, and uh, and various other projects under a band name. This one is just Clint Lowry, and it's going to be out January 31st, 2020, and we will hear a track off that after the interview. We also talk about, you know, what he did on the solo album. Uh, he pretty much played everything on here, but a huge special guest on the album is uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. And uh, Wolfgang has been in the news a lot lately talking about uh, you know that great picture of his dad taking a photo of a Tool fan and uh, all that good stuff. And I think he also... Uh, uh, defended Billie Eilish when she said she had never heard of Van Halen before. But back to Clint Lowry, and uh, we talk about his time away from Seven Dust and what that kind of meant to him, kind of going back into Seven Dust. And we also talk about his time living in Louisville. I was recently a guest on the Good Company podcast, episode one. I did not realize it was going to be episode one. But uh, Bobby Burns and I did uh, Scott Bowling's podcast, Good Company, and we talked about all things Primer 55 and uh, how I got in the band, uh, touring in the band, the history of the band. Uh, It was a fun show and very well done, and uh, producer Chris Sinzak did a great job over there at the Good Company with Bowling Podcast, so make sure you check that out, and uh, maybe some hints at... uh, Maybe some primer shows in 2020 uh, for the 20th anniversary of Introduction to Mayhem. But yeah, Scott did a great job. Uh, Bobby was in good spirits and uh, good to talk to him. Always great to catch up with Bobby Burns. So yeah, episode one, Good Company Podcast. Check it out. And uh, let's hear a little word from Scott Bowling. My name is Scott Bowling. I have a show called Good Company. Good Company is a show where we film artists in the rock genre and we talk about their first record all the way to where they are now. We've interviewed bands like Korn and Seven Us and Rich Ward. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook under Good Company or Good Company with Bowling. So please, if you get a chance, check it out. Good Company! All right, guys, make sure to check out Good Company of Bowling. Make sure to check out the podcast. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel, all that stuff. Let them know that the Talk To Me podcast sent you. Let's talk about the Talk To Me t-shirts real quick before we get into the interview with Clint Lowry. Got some of these left over. Thank you so much to everyone out there that's already purchased a shirt. $25 free shipping. And for the month of December, what I will do is for every shirt sold, $5 of that will go towards supplies for a local uh, animal shelter here in Louisville. Uh, you know, buy the blankets and all that stuff and the chew toys and all that stuff. So if you buy a Talk To Me t shirt right now in the month of December, Christmas present, if you got a friend that likes Talk To Me, buy him a shirt. Support the show, $25 free shipping, and like I said, $5 of that will go to a local animal shelter, and uh, we'll get some blankets for the puppers, and we'll have some good times doing that. If you would like a shirt, there's a couple ways you can order them, Uh, paypal.me slash talk to me, send $25 there, give me your address, 
your name and your shirt size. We'll get that out to you there. There's also a link on eBay. Uh, just order through eBay and throw in your shirt size there, and I will get one out to you too. So there's two ways to do it. Uh, eBay, if you want to do it the uh, the old-fashioned way, <laughs> the uh, paypal.me forward slash talk to me if you want to do $25 with the uh, name, address, and shirt size there. And once again, $5 will go to a local animal shelter. So let's get into some classic seven dust here. Let's talk to Clint Lowry, check out some of the solo stuff, and then I will talk to you guys maybe today. Clint Lowry on the line talking about his new solo album, God Bless the Renegades, out January 31st 
on uh, Rise Records, man. So, so what made you want to uh, decide to to do a solo record? Not only a solo record, but actually call it just uh, Clint Lowry. Oh man, <clears throat> um, I've, you know I, I've released other things that are kind of under the category of solo release, like I did the Hello Demons Meet Skeletons, which was an acoustic based thing at first, just kind of a thing to do in between Seven Dust Records all self-released stuff. And then I did call me no one with Morgan, uh, which was kind of the same thing, but you know, I, I debated on actually calling this something else, you know, cause I was always a huge Trent Reznor fan. I love that. He always used the like security blanket is what I call it, you right. know, but I didn't want to confuse anyone one with another like name for a project. So I talked to my manager and, you know, I was just like, man, should I just call it Clint Lowry, you know? And, I think it's a, it was just time. I, I, that way I can play the other other stuff. I can play the Seven Dust songs that I sing a lot on. I can do everything that's under that umbrella. And as far as the timing on it, um, you know, Seven Dust is always pretty much an active band. So it's like a little bit of finagling, uh, a little bit of just orchestrating in terms of, um, you know, I, I released, the, I did a couple of demos, gave them to the Rise. They were super into releasing it. So, I looked at the window and said, well, after we get done with the touring cycle, I'll, I'll record this record during the touring cycle and then release it when seven dust goes dark, which is happening in January. So it was just a lot of like, okay, now's the time I I've been wanting to do it for many years and it just kind of unfolded this way. And, you know, would have done it before, but just what didn't, it didn't, I didn't have the, the right window of opportunity. Now, the one thing with with your solo album, as kind of compared to John Connolly's kind of solo stuff he's done, and and he doesn't necessarily call it a solo band, but I mean, it's this other band kind of deal, is you you kind of tell his influence on Seven Dust through how he writes for his his other band. And the one thing with this solo album is I I don't know if a lot of people are going to know it's you from Seven Dust. I mean, it's a great album, and I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just saying it doesn't sound like just another Seven Dust album. That's that's good. I mean, I think that's the the point with this. I mean, I certainly you know I I write a good amount in Seven Dust, so there's a certain there's a certain uh, uh, characteristic that I have with with Seven Dust. Certain things I know that are going to sound right with Seven Dust. And this, the whole point of this are those songs that are a little quirky or more more alternative than Seven Dust would probably go, or to the seven or the typical Seven Dust fan would like. So, and and it's music that I, I also enjoy. I mean, there's a couple songs on it really, really kind of a melodic and not you know pop rock, but it's it's definitely a little more of a, less aggressive. So that's just something I like, something I enjoy too. I mean, there's dark elements to it, but you know, the whole point of the of doing this is to kind of stretch my legs in a different way and, and creatively try to hit some new territory. Is this, is this any stuff that you, do you let Lejean and John and everybody hear this stuff first and kind of get dibs on seven dust stuff? Or is this like, these are my songs for this and these are my songs for that. Um, there's a few, like I, I work really close with Morgan, uh, in the band as far as writing. So a lot of stuff I run by him, um, actually it was me and Elvis, the guy that produced it, that he was going through some of the archives of songs and he was like, ah, this could be a seven dust song, or this could be more, let's save this for your solo thing. And so he, he helped me, um, nice. 
kind of decide that. But Morgan's really the only guy in the band that I just kind of run that kind of stuff by. And um, but he's like, you know, he even called me. He listened to the material. He's like, man, he's like, you son of a bitch. That we could have used that song, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, but he's he's just like really supportive to, all, to the whole thing. He's happy I'm doing it. And, but um, ultimately, yeah, it's I have songs like this is Seven Dust. I'm not even gonna play this for the or th- I'm gonna these other songs. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play them for the guys because they'll end up wanting to use them. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the exact opposite of uh the way John described his solo stuff on here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's so funny. Um, so you've in the last few years, and I know over your, your musical career, you've worked with a lot of people outside of Seven Dust, as in you know um. Just, just all the different bands you've helped produce, write with, and uh, and, and all that. How much of that uh, kind of carries over into, you know, just writing a solo album and, and learning tricks and different things that you may have you may have also picked up over time. You know, working with other artists outside of you know the core guys in Seven Dust. I mean, you're you're exactly right. Every single experience. That's why I love writing with other people because they all have a different process. Um, I've collaborated with a couple different guys on this record. Um, and it's just, you, you see how they do it, how efficient they are, how they, how they gather their inspiration. So you pull all those things in. And it was one thing that Morgan said, he said, man, that you doing this solo record actually helped that you, um, write and perform on the seven dust, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, it's a muscle you're exercising and you're, and like you said, you're, you're learning from different people's processes and you incorporate it. You try to use, I mean, it opens up all kinds of doors that you wouldn't necessarily walk through when you see how other people do it. And I've had the pleasure of working with some killer bands and, you know, individuals that are just great at their craft. And uh, So, yeah, I pull all that stuff in. It would be crazy to, to feel like I have this whole, the one way and the one process that works. There's so many other ways to do it. And now working with Elvis again, he kind of seems like a like a sixth member of Seven Dust, or just kind of someone that everybody, all of the guys in Seven Dust, kind of keep going back to. How has that relationship uh, kind of grown over the uh, over the Seven Dust stuff? And obviously, he did the uh, the the latest, um, uh, like I said, John Connolly solo stuff too. Well, Elvis is kind of yeah, he, he's definitely the sixth member. Um, I really, really got to know him doing my record. We did, we did all I see as war with seven dust with him. And it was kind of the learning phase where we're trying to figure each other out. We had produced at records ourselves for you know a few years. So letting someone come back in that role, we were real protective. So it took a second to kind of just warm up to each other on the first all I see as war. And we just like learning that we could trust this guy. He knew, how to really capture what it is that we do. And then me doing the solo record with him was really one-on-one with me, Woofy and uh, Jeff, the engineer. And it was, it was unbelievable. Like we really, really got to know each other on a deep level, musically and personally. So he is definitely the sixth member. And, you know, he was super uh, critical on my solo record. And we just did another seven S record with him. And he was just, it was just as, as, you know, as effective as he always has been. So he's, he's just one of those guys that we found a great producer and we're going to ride it out, you know, pretty much as long as he's into it and we're into it. Now this is your solo album is also coming out on rise as the uh, latest uh, last few seven dust albums. And, and, you know, you guys were, were known for, for years and years to, 
kind of shy away from doing the record label thing, doing the record label yourself, and kind of keeping those people out of the mix. And, uh, you know, how has it been, I guess, obviously working with Rise, I mean, if you're doing your solo album also on Rise, I'm assuming that the uh, the relationship there is going as well as uh, as your time with Elvis. Yeah, I mean, we we thought it was time to, to pull in a team, pull in an actual infrastructure of marketing and and all the things that rise does we we were into how they how they were doing it and um and all the labels they all have a a way of uh presenting bands that we their ideas seem a little fresher than the others and so it's been a good partnership they they're they let us do what we do but at the same time they inject um a sense of youth into it they really understand the new the new way that music is presented in the digital age and so we we've um we knew we needed a partner that would would be able to uh, help us figure out a way to kind of re rebrand the band and and you know, just kind of just re up everything level up on, on the way that we present ourselves the video content everything all around so they they've been great at that whereas you know we do what we do we record records and we play live and that's that's what we handle but they've been great on the outside as far as re repackaging what we've been selling for many years. And I did see that your name has kind of popped up on at least one festival. Are you planning on doing extensive touring with this or is just kind of like as popping up on some festivals here and there? How are you going to do that? I'm going to do the ultra bridge tour in February. Um, I'm going to do some touring in March and April and then uh, try to get on as many of those festivals as I can before seven of us starts like revving back up. But um, yeah, there's going to be a good amount of touring for it, you know, just to kind of support it and make it a real thing. Now, I don't know how big of a sports guy you are. Are you a sports guy at all? Um, I, I enjoy watching sports and athleticism, but I don't have like teams and stuff like that. Well, there was a... There was... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and this kind of relates to Seven Dust more than a solo thing, but there was a there was a guy talking the other day about how he, you know, he got cut from an NFL team, and as soon as he got back on an NFL team, he was like, "There's no way you're going to be able to cut me again," kind of deal. You know, I'm going to work harder than everybody, be the first in the door, all that stuff, and it kind of kind of made me think about your time. You know, you're the one guy that stepped away from Seven Dust for a while, and kind of coming back in, you know, I guess being out of it, did it uh, make you? understand how great it was uh kind of you know when, once you got back in it and you're like you know we're going to do this we're going to do this right now that i'm back in it that's yeah i mean I, I tell them all the time being away from the band was was a great way to just understand and appreciate what what the formula is and what what we've accomplished as a brand and a band and um it, it's a unique situation to be able to step out of it and i really wish everyone in the band could do some sort of project on the outside just so they can feel uh, what it's like. And the humility, I experienced a tremendous amount of humility outside of Seven Dust because when you step off the train, it's like, oh, man, it's a tough world out here when you don't have that that <clears throat> that culture that you've built with Seven Dust. But, um, you know, I also believe that, you know, life goes on outside of it, too. So that's why I don't have any fear of doing these things on the outside. I think it's important. Um, we've we've had a tremendous run in seven us, and we'll continue on. But um, you know, I, I I I like to believe that there's other things in life. You know, I do this show out of Louisville, and uh, there was always when I first moved here early, in the early 2000s, some people were saying you lived here uh, for I a did. little bit. So, what were you doing up here? And then, uh, you know, why didn't we hang out? <laughs> 
I know that is a, <laughs> well. I was there. I, I left Louisville around 2006. Okay, yeah, I got here. I, I got here in 04. So okay, yeah, we could have hung out. I was in a bad, dark place when I lived in Louisville, but I, I, I enjoyed that place. I had, I was, uh, you know, I had a relationship there. I lived there for for my. I had another life that, right. that happened there, kind of unraveled, and then I've, you know, pulled my life together, and now I've, you know, have a wife and kids here in St. Louis, but I love Louisville, man. I was just there. I filmed the Kings video there. Oh, did you? Wow. Yeah. With Max Moore. Yeah. I'll have to look at that again. I didn't, I, I actually just watched it, but I'll have to, uh, have to check it out again and see if I know some of the landmarks around there. The, yeah. um, so putting out some videos and stuff for this, I mean, how are you, are you going to continue doing as many videos as you can, or are you going to, uh, you know, just do a couple single type things or, or in this new world of, of YouTube and, uh, and sharing videos, is that something you want to do more of? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rise has been very, uh, adamant about getting the proper content for this. So there was a new video that went on with God Bless the Renegades today. There'll be another one uh, for another song that will happen before the release. So there'll be three videos and, and uh, you know, all just kind of cool and, and a, a cool way to kind of let people know what this is. The content is really uh, exciting to have because it's really proper and it tells an extra level, uh, extra, you know, element of the the meaning and all that stuff. So I love the videos being attached to the songs. But there, yeah, there's going to be a lot of, there's a couple more songs that'll come out before the record is done and, and I released officially. So yeah, it's, I love that content. Now, the one person that was also involved in this solo album was, uh, was Wolfgang Van Halen. And I know that he, uh, he did some stuff, I believe, I'm getting. I'm going to get my bands mixed up, but I believe he did some stuff with uh, with Tremonti or Mark Tremonti and Elvis. And I know that that kind of he's he's kind of in that circle too. Um, you know, how did you uh, how did you come across Wolfgang and uh, and you know how did you guys meet? I met him years ago at a Van Halen show, and actually, I met him. He had played. Um, he did. I rehearsed some HDMS stuff at his house. Became friends with him many years ago, and. He's a monster drummer, and he does. Uh, he did a solo record with Elvis. <clears throat> I heard the solo record and fell in love with it. He drummed on it, so I just really want to capture what he had. And he lent his expertise, man, to the record. He played drums. He played bass on about six songs, and he is just a, an incredible talent. I mean, look at the bloodline he comes from. <laughs> right. But but he, in his own right, he has. He's a, a crazy good singer. He's a crazy good guitar player, bass player, drummer. So, like, not only does he have, like, the ability, you know, those are huge shadows to fill, but he can do it all, man. He can play drums amazing. He can play guitar incredible. sings great. He, so he got all of it. Nice. So did he, is he one of those dudes that just kind of kind of picks it up and, and goes with it and probably could pick up any instrument and, and play it? Or is, is he just like, he's, he's just one of those natural talents that almost probably piss you off? Yeah, he, he's got it, but you don't, you know, he's cool about it too. He's not arrogant about it. He's just like very humble, and but he can throw it down when it needs, when it needs to. I mean, he is just, he's just got it. And uh, with the, with the live band who are, who's going to be uh, in the live band, do you have that set up yet or do you even know? Yeah, I got the guy, Ryan Bennett. He played with Tremonti for a while. He played with my brother's band, I Empire, a couple years back. Uh, I got a guy named John Jordan, which is, the singer guitar player for this band called to whom it may they're incredible. He's an awesome singer songwriter. 
Uh, so he's going to come out with me for a while and take a break from his band. And it, just those two guys, I may have a bass player, but right now we may run some bass on track and just kind of do a three piece. But uh, I think I, it's going to, I think I might get a bass player. Yeah. As a bass player, man, you got, you can't do that. You got to have the live bass player. I saw, I saw a band do that not too long ago where they, you know, like check the, check the guitars, like, check, you know, the guy on stage and check the other guitar. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, check the bass and the drummer hit like play on the, uh, hit the space bar on the computer. I was like, no, <laughs> we're, we're a dying breed. <laughs> nah, man, bass player is important, but for this, it's like trying to be lean and mean and uh, it's just another person, you know, so it's like, the bass, there's a lot of synth and stuff on it. So if I was going to be able to get away with anything, it would be that. But, it, you know, I'm, I'm with you, man. Bass, bass is a huge thing. Well, if if only you had a bass player in your family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, well, a couple quick things, and we'll, and we'll we'll get out of here on this. But uh, it's funny. I had Lejean on, and uh, you were a part of Steel Rain, correct? Yes. Yeah, he. I loved his uh, his line about Steel Rain. He was like, "If you wanted to go where the girls were in Atlanta, you went to a Steel Rain show." Show was that was that the was that the case? I, I mean, I guess that was the case back in the day. <laughs> we were, you know, that was the era of the long hair and playing, you know, shirtless and all these weird things we did. But um, that was actually, a, you know, of that was the place where the girls went, but that was a, they, all the musicians in that band were top notch. Mm -hmm. We were, everyone was serious about their crafts. That was one of the best bands I was ever in, in terms of all of, across the board, everyone was great players. All right, man. Well, uh, let's let's finish this off with uh, with one of the tracks that you've released off of here. Um, what which uh, which of the singles so far would you like to play? Oh man, play God Bless the Renegades, the new one. Anything behind the lyrics or anything in that one? No, I just, you know, it was always about paying tribute to the people who, who uh, the pioneers and the rebels and the people that, do, that thought outside the box to make, you know, put a real change into the world. All right, Clint. Well, I definitely appreciate it, man. And uh, and Scott did tell me to tell you hello. So I can't. Oh man, I, I love that guy. That was cool to see that. Uh, it's cool to see that you did his not only his theme song for his podcast, but it looks like you guys just did some stuff with uh, with Sunny Mayo. So it's kind of cool to see you you two together too. Yeah, I, I was. I really was excited about him and I kind of sharing that. So people, so people realize that we're we're way close. You know, <laughs> we're really good friends. You know, it wasn't like this competitive thing you know we're just very good good human being very good man well have a good rest of your day man and uh good luck with the solo album i appreciate it brother thanks
right, huge thank you to Clint Lowry of Seven Dust for coming on the show. If you guys are Seven Dust fans, you can go back in the archives. Uh, got a couple of interviews with John Connolly, interview with uh, John Witherspoon up there uh, in the archive. So go check them out and uh, support Clint, great guest and uh, great musician. And again, guys, check out the Good Company episode with me and Bobby Burns talking some primer. Go check out scottgoodcompany.com, merchlive.com. We didn't talk about them earlier, but uh, if you want to talk to me t-shirts, that's who made them. Uh, MerchLive.com. Use the promo code TOOME10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Yes, that is TOOME10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Reach out to me if you want to talk to me t-shirts. And until next Thursday, I'm Joshua Toomey, and this has been the Talk To Me Podcast. <laughs>